Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by Puffer Shades. What? Yeah. Puffer Shades are polarized sunglasses that you put on your motherfucking face. They cover All on up your face. They cover up your red eyes. And they people do that. go, people go, hey man, are you high? And you go, no. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you say yes and no at the same time. Yeah. You go, maybe we are, maybe we're not. You can't tell. I'm gonna turn that off because he's starting to sing. <laughs> so go to PufferShades.com, use the code NHP, and save yourself a percentage off of your pair. Today is an exciting day. It is. It's Saturday. You know what that means, right, Joey? Uh, I think we go to the matinee. Damn right. It's fucking movie time, son. That means that I got my medicated popcorn with my weed butter, and it tastes horrible. I have, uh, I got my dab pen. I have a couple joints rolled up because they let us smoke in this theater. And today we're doing Step Brothers, so let's get into it. Yeah, man. Ho ho. What is oh, up, everybody? One, two, How three, are you? She's got a smile that it seems to me Reminds me of childhood memories Where everything was as fresh as a bright blue sky Alright, Tommy, you're the oldest. I'm counting on you. Come on. She's got eyes of the bluest skies that little bastard. I hate to look into those eyes and see Nice vibrato, buddy. All right, all right, Alice, let's go. Flat. It's so flat. I can't even, I didn't even know. You don't even look good while you're singing. The worst thing I've ever heard. This is $1,200 a week for voice lessons, and this is what I get? Okay, I'm going to save it with the solo. What a horrible family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's super douche lord. Yeah, that's got to be my favorite. One of my favorite scenes in this movie is when yeah. is when you meet, that's when you meet Derek for the first time. I want to say someone brings him up and it cuts to Derek and his family in their car. And that that's how you first meet them. <laughs> that he is yeah. a man that makes his family sing along on car drives. And what a guy at that. Yep. I found yeah. out that uh that role was actually it was in between uh john ham thomas lennon and fucking adam scott and adam scott got the part and all three of them i think could have done it but adam yeah scott i fucking, think it would have been like equally as good yeah with At, any of them i'm sure but adam scott schooled it and fucking yeah he's dope he's really good <laughs> also in that scene a little tidbit right off right out the gate facts out the gate everybody in the car was singing live except for adam scott he was lip singing to a guy that was standing outside in front of the car, like <laughs> out, out of view of the camera, because he can't sing. 
So nice. I thought I thought that was funny. Just like the kid in the back seat, just fucking wailing his pipes out, singing his ass off. Probably gonna grow up and be famous. And Adam Scott has to lip sync to some other guy. Yeah. <laughs> also, he had to let some other guy show the six pack too, because that obviously wasn't his. <laughs> it was all tan and fucking oiled up and shit. <laughs> that guy just got played out the whole movie. He got punched out. And he got fucking. <laughs> yeah, he, he had to be vanilla eyes. You know what I'm saying? He was fucked up. Mm-hmm. It was a tough life with Derek, man. It was, it was. But Adam Scott's a good sport. I love him. Yeah. He's, he's and, funny as fuck. Every part was, like, specifically good for that part. You know what I mean? Every single part was, like, integral for this movie, and he was a great part of it. So yeah, it was awesome. I agree. And uh, there's, there's, like, a lot of connections with, all of the like kind of Will Ferrell universe and all the movies that he does, you know, with John C. Riley, they were, they work together a lot all the time and fucking, um, what I didn't realize until I like started looking into it is that Will Ferrell's mom in the movie, uh, whatever her name is, I forgot what it was. She also was his stepmom and elf when oh yeah yeah like when fucking buddy the elf came to new york city his stepmom mm-hmm. was that lady same lady so she always plays like a mother figure in his movies yeah that's funny and uh and like the same age yeah i know <laughs> 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 and then and then the dad richard jenkins uh he was fucking i was just watching something about mary and he was the psychiatrist in something about mary which i didn't know and he fucking schooled the part too. I love that guy. <clears throat> yeah, I think everybody was good. Every single person who played a part in this was really good. I think all the scenarios were really true to life. This was the one movie that really hit home for me and took me all the way back to my childhood because I have brothers. I have three brothers. Yeah. You know? And growing up, the fucking things that they were doing in this movie were like things that we actually did as kids. You know what I mean? Like trying to make bunk beds out of beds that weren't bunk beds. You know what I mean? Like things like things like that, trying to build shit or whatever, or like trying to like fucking, uh, you know, just that way of thinking like, oh, look, now we have so much more room for activities and like thinking, you know what I mean? Like that way of like thinking that little kid logic, you know what I mean? Like they think they think that they're doing something important when really it's silly. Yeah. And, and we fucking, and, and we still have that all the way up into adulthood. We still yeah. everybody's like that. Everyone is just a child inside, a grown-up child. We'll introduce ourselves in a second. But everybody's just a grown-up child. And you never really grow out of these things. You just learn to put up this wall to where you pretend to be an adult and you're like, oh, yeah, it's business, blah, blah, blah. And you'd fucking tighten up your tie and make sure you ain't got mustard on you. But when you go home, you're just fucking sitting around laughing at the TV like a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think uh, I think that they did like, they did a great job at taking this small idea because I found out that they came up with this concept while they were editing Talladega Nights. So it was Adam McKay, who is the the director, producer of this movie, one of those. Uh, this is the Natural Habitat podcast, by the way. My name is Mikey Booyah. My name's 
Adam <laughs> McNutt. <laughs> so, so Adam McKay, Will Farrell, and John C. Riley were editing one night in the editing bay, hella late, and they came up with an idea for doing a next project. They didn't know what it was, and the next day, someone said bunk beds, and that gave McKay the idea to have two actors play overgrown stepbrothers. So, this was just one of those things that fell together, like your highness. You know what I mean? Yeah, for some reason, I'm having some fucking Mandela effect going on here where I, I remember Stepbrothers being out first. Mm. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I saw Stepbrothers first before seeing Talladega Nights or something. Yeah, maybe. Because, you know, now that I think about it, I want to say that Step Brothers is older than Talladega Nights too. <laughs> so funny, right? So yeah. it's, it's a weird thing. But I think it's just because they're like, they're like children in Step Brothers. And like they did make them look young, like, you know, they made them look like big children. And then in Talladega Nights, they're adult race car driving rednecks. So you just assume that they're in that order. You know what I mean? Maybe, I guess. I don't know. There's no real distinction, though. They play 40 year old kids in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like their age is known throughout the whole movie. So <laughs> they definitely weren't. There's no makeup that can make them look young for sure. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, Talladega Nights was 2006 and Step Brothers was 2008. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. They were so close together, too. But equally, both equally hits. Uh, in my in my honest opinion, I think that they should have made a lot more movies together. I don't know why they stopped. I think it's dumb that they stopped. I think these two were golden. Still, like, two of the movies that I could put on anytime. Anytime and watch them, they'll always be good no matter what. I could watch them fucking multiple times a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like... Just one of those instant classics in my mindset that'll never go away. I can never watch them enough, you know? Yeah, and fucking when you get Will Ferrell and John C. Riley together, it's like every single line of the movie is a banger. Like And they're they're so similar too. They both have like yeah. music, you know, they both have musical backgrounds, they both fucking are um ad lib actors, you know what I'm saying? They do everything on the spot. Um they're both very funny. They um they both can do serious stuff at the same time so it's like they're basically like a mirror image of each other yeah and i think that's why it works so well yeah it's a trip how like how people like come up because they like came up together as friends in you know the comedy scene and in movies and shit and then when they finally got these big projects they were working together and you know it's a trip when people work together for so long and they become like that, like reflections of themselves, but yeah. they both have their own, their own things that the other person doesn't have that brings to the table. And it's like, just, like the natural habitat box. Yeah. Almost right. You know, yeah. you never know. And uh, just every fucking, every single thing that they say in their movies is gold. Like they have so many quotable lines. Everything's funny as fuck. And just like just the like, natural habitat podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh my god! It's, it's true. I didn't even we see are this. the Step Brothers podcast. Mm -hmm. That's what we should change our name to. Kenny yeah. was asking me earlier if I would. Antonio. Antonio was asking if uh, he's just this guy that's been lurking around the studio lately, but he doesn't talk much. Yeah. He, he was on an episode against that theme song, which might be coming out soon. But uh, he was asking me if I would, if Kanye West were to come to me with two million dollars. And wanted to do the Kanye's Habitat podcast and, you know, take the takeover with the idea and whatever and blah, blah, blah. Um, 
pretty much the question that that the way that I saw that question is would I change the name of the podcast for two million dollars? The answer is yes. And I would change it to what did I say? The Step Brothers podcast. Yeah. That's what we would change it to. So Kanye, you could buy natural habitat for two million dollars if you like, and we'll change it to Step Brothers. Yeah. Or yeah. whatever. <laughs> or whatever. We'll let, we'll let you name the damn show for two million dollars. Shit. Mm-hmm. But you can you can call us the Dick bag scum fucks. I don't give a shit. <laughs> give us two million dollars. <laughs> that actually might not be bad. We'd probably get a lot of hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Never know. People are I'm right. constantly searching dick bag scum fuck. I know, right? Constantly. It's time for a smoke session. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Uh you got some some smoking music pulled up? I fucking do. What are you smoking on today? I'm smoking on some dab. Smoking on some dab. It's called Gold Schlump. Extracts, look at this. It's like shiny. Ooh. Wow, that's a shiny package. Ooh. Wow, was that so? Are they paying you gold slump extracts? They paid no, you but to. They should hook me up, dude. This yeah, shit was all right. Just gave you guys a fucking plug, yeah. bastards. Bastards. Uh, I'm smoking on some killer gorilla extracts, Tangy Jack. Hey, wait, are they paying you? They are. Oh, fuck. They gave me this Tangy Jack. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want in on this shit. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, but that was a plug. Yeah, that's pluggy mm-hmm. All right, well, everybody out there, flick your bicks, heat up your nails, snap your pics, and hashtag them NHP Smoke Sesh. It's 2016. Don't be afraid of putting pictures of you blazing online. <laughs> yeah. That's or what put, so. Or putting videos on brazers. Yeah, don't be afraid of that. Everybody's always hitting us up, and they're like, you know, I'm friends with people that I work with and my family, and I don't want to put pictures of me smoking weed with my titties out on my Facebook <laughs> and we go just email them to naturalhabitatpodcast.com and we'll take care of the rest yeah. or uh, you could just uh, you could tie them tie them to a time to a bird you got some music <laughs> I'm kind of just rambling now about about naked pictures uh, I had some. You had some and it's gone now? I got a little change coming up. It's my man and brother. Sobra entre luces, toros de grevara, primero. Si tú no estás, punto. Aquí, volaré. Espera. All right, fun fact. Oh. Fun fact is uh, he wasn't saying shit the whole time he was singing right there. He made all that up. Yeah, I want to say that I read somewhere like a long time ago that he made all that shit up. Yeah, he made it all up, but it sounded legit. Mm -hmm. Sounded real as fuck. And because of him, every time I'm out somewhere in public, 
I recognize that song when it plays. <coughs> right? Every single time. I'm like, Step Brothers. <laughs> I like raise my hand and everything. Like somebody asked me a question. I'm like, Step Brothers. Step Brothers. And they're like, I'll be playing fucking guess that theme song in public. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I hear it. I'm like, oh, Step Brothers. <laughs> Got it. You're like, chicken dinner. Bring me that chicken dinner. Yeah, give me that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Fucking, uh, that was, and unlike Adam Scott, that was Will Ferrell singing that, and he did a really good job. And it was really John C. Riley playing the drums too. So yeah, they fucking it just shows it, like, how talented they are. And like, um, I know I don't know what you said about uh, whether you like the other movie with John C. Riley where he's singing. What are you talking about? Walk hard. Oh yeah, that movie's dope. Yeah, I love um, that movie. Yeah, I fucking love it. And he sang all the songs in that movie. And yeah. I was like, yeah, see, this guy's talented as fuck, and nobody really realized that. And the same thing with Will Ferrell, you know, nobody really realized that because they're so funny that it, that like takes away from other things that they're actually good at, yep. you know? So it's, it's pretty cool to see like these guys are really fucking talented dudes and they just, they just kill it. Yeah, I agree. It's crazy. Fucking walk hard was dope and we got to do that one too because of, because uh, of Tim Meadows character and all of his drugs that he was doing throughout the whole movie. And he's like, you don't want to do this, do we? You don't want none of this, you man. You don't want none of this. It makes sex feel great. <laughs> Turns all the bad With things. virtually into no side effects. So he's like, so what is it like? He's like, what does it make it like? I can't have sex or something? It makes it even better. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I want to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Everything he said was glorified as fuck. It sounded good, super mm -hmm. good, but trying to sound in a menacing way, you know? Um, another fact about uh, where they were just at during that singing, uh, the Catalina wine mixer. The fucking Catalina wine mixer. That is a real thing. Yeah. But it... Where they filmed it wasn't in Catalina. Where'd they film it at? <laughs> they filmed it on some Trump golf course. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, but the name didn't sound the same, you know? Like, I, I forget what, what the name of it is. Some, uh, oh, it's the Trump National Golf Course in Rancho Palos Verdes. <laughs> the red, the fucking Rancho's Palo Verde's wine mixer. <laughs> yeah, Catalina wine mixer is better. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't sound the same, you know. Plus, it's like, since it's an actual thing, even if you haven't heard of it, you go like, "Hey, I think I heard of that before." You know what I mean? Like, like fancy wines, like Gaudet de Mons, and I'm all like, "Yeah, I think I might have heard of that before," but I never fucking heard of that shit. That's yeah. out of my league. Yeah. Not on fifty million thousand though. Yep. There was a secret episode that came out last Friday. Nobody heard it. 50 million thousand. Oh, wait. By now, it's going to be out, maybe. Oh. Yeah. There was an episode that came out yesterday. Go listen to it. Sweet. On cool YouTube. Plug. Yeah. We're just fucking plugging shit away. That's all we do now. We get you. To, we got you guys to listen, all right? Can't mess with the plug. What we did is we just sat around. We got high. We talked about movies and video games. We got you guys in. We got you guys sucked in. Now we're just going to be constant plugs. It's just all ads throughout the whole plug, thing. Plug, 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 plug. We're plug just it in, plug be, it in. We're just, I'm going to be like, oh, let me take a sip of this Cherry 7-Up. Hold on. <laughs> cherry 7-Up. Refreshing with other natural flavors. What? Yeah. What does that mean? That was a plug for a Cherry 7-Up. So, um, yeah, about... Can we turn our beds into bunk beds? Yes. 
Why are you guys so sweaty? All right, we've already figured out how to do this. The beds match up perfectly. And here's the thing. It'll give us so much extra space in our room to do activities. Please say yes. You don't need permission from us to build bunk beds. You're adults. You can do what you want. So... I'm not making myself clear. I don't give a fuck. Now, you both have several interviews tomorrow. I would think you'd be focused on that and not building bunk beds. <laughs> So, you can? No? <laughs> yes. Yes. Sweet. You can make that. I knew it. Okay, you guys are not going to regret this. We're going to get so much more activities done. This is the funnest <laughs> night ever. Hey, do it over there. Really good. Okay. Did your son know anything about carpentry? No, not a. Not a not did either. I hear a drill? Dale! Power tools. Dale, no power tools! Oh, what? No power tools! That is not your toothbrush! <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm all done anyway. Yes, you did! It looked amazing! Look at that! That looks like what you would buy from a store. Should have been Look a at all this floor space. No, it doesn't. So much aerobics in here. So many activities! Do step class. It's making my head spin how many activities we can do. Play army man? Yeah. This is how we do it. Da, 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 da. Hey, I never asked you. Yeah. You like guacamole? Oh! Run, run! Run, run! Run, run! Dad, Tansy, he's bad. He's so bad. He's blood everywhere. His bunk beds were a terrible idea. Why did you let us do that? It's so bad! How would you describe that? Whoa. It's not so bad. Right. See? Uh, put your beds back. Rumpus time is over. <laughs> <laughs> Rumpus time. Rumpus time is over. So funny. It's making my head spin how many activities we could do. <laughs> yeah. Just the, everything about it just really touched on for me, dude. I swear yep. to God, it was like my childhood. It really was like that. Of course, kids come up with dumbest shit. The way that they laugh after the other one laughs. And like, it's like... <laughs> It's like, you know, they feed off of each other and Kinda shit. Kind of like they, the Natural really Habitat the, podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they really got the fucking chemistry, right? Yeah. Like, it's amazing how they caught... They they basically were like five-year-olds in a fucking 40-year-old's body or some shit. It was hilarious, dude. It was like... it. They really embodied it to the fullest. And yeah. I was super impressed. And it's like, how many times has somebody said to you in your life, uh, look, look at all this room for activities? So many activities, you know what I mean? That's one of those lines, one of those quotable lines that just never went away. Yeah. I'll still say it to this day. Yeah, for sure. Or you want to do karate in the garage? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Did we just become best friends? Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Fucking, uh, so there was, there was something else that I read about, oh man, whatever you said just reminded me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when they were making their wardrobe for the movie, they didn't just want to buy a bunch of like old style t-shirts and make Brennan and Dale look hipster. Cause there's a difference between being a child and being a hipster and wearing like, you know, some fucking like Kool-Aid shirt or whatever. You know what I mean? So they actually like made a bunch of shit and they designed 
uh, Brennan's pajamas out of vintage Star Wars sheets that they bought on eBay. So they had to like make them almost like like child clothes, what they would wear, you know, when That's they were dope. kids. And I think it, like I said, like just the way that they were dressed and like fucking, like in the beginning of the movie, the standoff in the yard when they, when Dale and Brennan first meet each other, right? And they're in the yard and it fucking says Step Brothers right in between them. That's when like the title pops up. And I want to say that like Dale, he's just wearing like jeans and like some like black shirt with like a dragon on it or like a tiger or some shit. And, or maybe it was like a band shirt and he just looked like a child. You know what I mean? He didn't look like a hipster. Like, like how a dude would like be standing out there in like some fucking like Levi's and like some band shirt. He just looked like a kid. Just all like, eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And they fucking captured it perfectly. It was dope. It's like I'm hungry. Will you make me a sandwich? And he's got a sandwich in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to test the waters. You know what I'm saying? Get in there, and make me a sandwich. And then what do you say? He's like, I like a lot of fresh fruit around the house. Yeah, <laughs> chocolate chip pancakes in the morning. Yeah, super funny. I'm just letting her know. Think she needs to know. She's gonna be mom now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and just all these little fits that, like, kids throw, you know what I mean? So, uh, John C. Riley was in a band with his brother called Shark Fighter, and John was the lead singer and not the drummer. And his brother wouldn't let him touch his drums, ever. And he told this story on NPR that he would always play his drum kit when he was gone, and it was like a big thing. You better not have touched my drums. It looks like this has moved. Like how he went in there and he was all like yeah, measuring everything up. Like that's shit that his brother probably did to him. Yeah, yep, for just, sure. He pulled from his real life and that's like one of the funniest things in the movie. Yeah, another crazy thing like that is the one about his uh, his dad. That Richard Jenkins used to work for John Riley's real dad. Yeah. Back in the day and like in the summer of 69 or something. Is he owned some like linen business or Man, something, and he fucking record. worked for him. And then he actually met John C. Riley when he was four years old. Yeah, that's a trip. And they didn't find out until like at the end of filming. Yeah, it's crazy, right? That's super crazy, man. To just fucking be telling some story like, oh yeah, my dad fucking lived over here, and he's like, wait a minute, wait where, what? And then you find out that he was your boss for one summer of 69 which if i if i remember correctly from the stories and songs that i heard the summer of 69 was a pretty intense summer <laughs> yeah for sure so i don't think he was doing much working and that's probably why he didn't have a job in the summer of 70 yeah back to the drum set i didn't mean to hate on john john c riley's dad <laughs> yeah uh back back to the drum set you know how uh brendan put his nutsack on a drum set <laughs> yep yeah, apparently, apparently those fake set. nuts cost ten grand to make, and then Will Ferrell kept them. It's like I, I always assumed that those were his nuts, so yeah. the ten grand was good money paid because it looked like nuts. It looked like a real nutsack. <laughs> like I thought that he had just shaved his nuts and fucking plopped them out and set them on the drum sack. Sack. It's hard to say, right? Nutsack drum set. Nutsack <laughs> 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 drum sack. <laughs> But I always assumed they were his. And then and then what did it say that they gave them to him at the end of filming? No, it just says he kept them. He kept them? Yeah. 
I read somewhere that they that at the at the wrap of the film they were presented to him as a gift, as a wrap present. I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't on, there. I can't confirm or deny. Okay, well, I'm getting. We're getting. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I guess that's all we can say. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Fucking. Adam Scott, I think, schooled the role of Derek just because I was like thinking about John Hamm doing it and like it would have been good, but Adam Scott is like, he's like the older brother and he's a dick, but he also is like not intimidating. You know what I mean? Where John Hamm is like a big dude and. Tom Lennon, I just always see Dangle from Reno 911. Yeah, he was also good. I really liked him in uh, the fucking Harold and Kumar Christmas. That shit was fucking funny. Yeah, I forgot that. He was that. so good in that. Yeah, and he's like, his his baby kept getting high on all kinds of different drugs. Like, a baby did cocaine and then was like smoking weed and shit and all this stuff. It was super funny. <laughs> yeah, his characters are good. He definitely, like, he branched out and did a whole bunch of crazy shit. Yeah, he's funny. So, um, so the Catalina wine mixer, are we going to go to this? Yeah. Yeah. When, when, when is it? Is there like, can, I'm sure we could just find a website, right? For the Catalina wine mixer and find the dates. I think we should just host a new one. Host a new one and like just change the name a little bit. Yeah. We'll call it the Trump's course Rancho Palo Verde fucking Catalina (laughs) wine mixer. Number one event. Best ever. All right, cool. I like it. And we're going to do it. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to give it some time to plan it. So we're going to do it not this year, but but April 20th of 2019. So yeah. come out to the Trump National Golf Course in Rancho Palos Verdes, California Wine Mixer. <laughs> and uh, we're going to have a great time. It's going to be fun. On Trump's dime. <laughs> yeah. He'll be president by then, so. Um, everybody gets a dollar if they shit in the holes. Shit. <laughs> Man, what if you were like, what if you had like some super stressful job and you you go out to like, you have this membership to this nice golf course that you got for working at your law firm for fucking 15 years or something. And your boss was like, here, you got a golf membership. And you're like, what the fuck, man? Why didn't you give me money? You made $16 billion this year. So you take the golf membership, you start golfing. You go out on the course. That's the only time that you get out of the office, away from your family, out of traffic. Maybe you live in like a congested area and you're out there on the golf course. You're relaxing. You're just, you're, you're just relieving your stress. You don't have goofy golf clothes. You just wear your regular shit and, you know, having a good time. Got some headphones in maybe just playing by yourself. You go, you get a fucking hole in one, your first hole in one ever, right? You're super excited. You get in your golf course golf cart run down there (laughs) go down there you're gonna take a picture and shit and there's a big diarrhea style poop inside of the hole that has just been like wet with dew and there was a squirrel that was eating it and also shit in there and now your ball is in there and you only have one ball because you're not really a professional golfer you just started because you got the membership so you didn't know that you had to get you know 12 balls just in case what then joey they go shoot up a squirrel (laughs) <laughs> I mean like that is, whatever that you know what I mean happens, like that's I like 
that's if that's the fucking deal breaker or whatever. You know what I mean? If that's the if that's the that's stressor the, that's that triggers last their fucking their serial motivation to go kill people or whatever it is, so then fucking it. whatever. Yeah, it's it's not our fault. It's just a coincidence. <laughs> it's a coincidence. It was Trump's golf course. Somebody had to take a shit in the hole. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't our wine mixer. <laughs> I think it, it is though. It is gonna be. Well, they don't know that. Yeah, I guess you're right. And the more we talk about it, the more we incriminate ourselves for this poop hole. Yeah, well, don't let that be your stressor. Just buy another ball. Yeah, just shake it off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would just leave the ball in there and just yeah. wash my hands, walk away with it, and be like, golf no, is not for does. me. You should have just signed the ball. That way, whoever finds it thinks <laughs> that you did it. Right? Then you just claim it. You claim the claim the dumper. And then you get kicked out of your your country club, the one place that you find solitude. First one smelt to dealt it. <laughs> you're just saying you're saying fart sayings now. Oh, oh. <laughs> all right. Well, how about another clip? All right, hey, uh, I I got one. I got a clip, a uh, a good collection of of banter between Dale and Brennan. Oh, so yeah. this might I don't know what clip you're gonna play, but this might have part of your clip in it because it's like a little chunk of stuff. If that makes sense. All right. A chunk of stuff. It's a crotch party right up oh, in here. Why it. don't you lick on this big John? Stop it, Dale. Stop it. Stop it. That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. <laughs> That's so funny. The last time I heard that, I laughed so hard I fell off my dinosaur. Me and my dad decided that your mom was really hot and maybe we should just both bang her. And we'll put up with the retard in the meantime. Who's the retard? You. But y'all don't say that. Shut up. Wake up my dad and get me grounded. Just shut up. Shut up. Mom are hillbillies. One kill one. Go. I think we're done here. Robert better not get in my face. Because I'll drop that motherfucker. This house is a fucking prison on planet bullshit. In the galaxy of this sucks camel dicks. Suppose Nancy sees me coming out of the shower and decides to come on to me. I'm looking good. Got a luscious V of hair going from my chest pubes down to my ball throat. And she takes one look at me and she goes, Oh my God. I've had the old bull. Now I want the young calf. And she grabs me by the wing. Shut the fuck up! I'm not going to call him dad. Brennan, you're 39 years old. I would not expect you to call him dad. Well, I'm not going to. Ever. Even if there's a fire. You want to punch me right now, but you won't. You want to punch me too, Brennan? You guys both look like you might want to hit me in the face. You do, I can tell. Well, why don't you do it? Why don't you punch me in the face? Punch me in the fucking face! I'm going upstairs. Because I'm going to put my nuts hat on your drum set. Okay? You do that. I am warning you right now, if you touch my drums, I will stab you in the neck with a knife. John Bob's playing Moby Dick for real. I swear to God. I swear to God. Without the crabs. Are you ready for some world-class vocalization? Yep. 
so I can get it. So I'm like, you're gonna buy it for me, or I'm gonna sock you in the mouth. Okay, this is just showing random things now. <laughs> it's like it went from funny lines to just scenes of the movie. Yeah. And it was like, hey, well, let's watch this helicopter land. That's not a funny scene. You need to get your shit together. The movie quotes guy channel on YouTube. There's another, <laughs> there's another plug. One more plug. Don't be trying to fucking plug somebody's mistakes, man. It's not, it's not their fault you didn't watch the clip. Uh, I know. Gosh, fucking guy! That's what I do, man. I can't stop. I just can't stop plugging stuff. It's not his. Well, fault. he since did a good you, job. Uh, since you played every funny part from the movie, <laughs> I don't. I don't have a clip anymore. You don't have a clip? No, I what? got a different one. I got one that's not from the movie. Oh, oh, the interview part, right? Yep. All right. Well, uh... a little angel just got its wings. Remember that? Yep. Oh, there goes another one. <laughs> now where did this movie start was this you guys sitting around the table and said let's make another one it, or are you that, guys sitting around saying let's make another that's one that's pretty much and it I remember how good John yeah. C how, how much fun he was to have with us in Talladega so you let's got get the story. him too you got the story that's, uh, that's how movie, that's how great movie, our mail, that's how great movies start, right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, the three of us had so much fun doing Talladega Nights that, uh, we started talking, yeah. as is the case, I think, in a lot of movies that are enjoyable, that you, you start talking like, we should do it again, and, but it usually never, people never follow through, uh, but we actually did at the, at John, John kind of drove the train. Did you really? Said, well, come on, guys. Yeah, I think I pr probably because I'm I I've done more movies than the, these guys, so I've had more scenarios where people go, "Yeah, I really liked working here. Let's do it again." Right. And I, fi I finally, I, when we did Talladega, it was such. I realized it was such a rare and special thing that we all got along as well as we did, and we all made each other laugh as much as we did. That we really should try to do it again, and and yeah. uh, here we are. And so, tell me, take me to how this kind of thing starts. So you say, "Why don't we do it again? We right. need a script." So <laughs> we go to dinner. Yes. Right. Come back go, after dinner. You got a script. We go to dinner. Yeah, we come back. There's a service you pay. Yes. Uh, I think called Scriptco. Yeah. And uh, they deliver it. Yeah, you give them the idea and yeah. they deliver it within four to six you weeks. Order an appetizer, <laughs> an entree, a script of your choice, and dessert. <laughs> dessert. And it comes with a glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 1999. Yeah, we sat down. We, we kind of pitched a bunch of different ideas. A number of which we we, we really liked. Uh, well, no, we and and then it was actually Adam who called us the next day. He's like, I thought of one other thing. What if what if you guys are you know two forty year old guys still live at home with a single parent and and they meet each other, fall in love, and you're forced to be stepbrothers. And we both were like, oh, that beats everything we talked about last night. So, yeah. so that's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's dope. That's, that's like similar to what we do every day. You know what I mean? Like, it's basically like they were just chucking around ideas and they fucking found one that stuck because of like whatever they were working on at the time. And fucking now I want to go to that restaurant where, uh, Scriptco or whatever, where I could go order food in a script. <laughs> just go toss them a fucking natural idea. Right. And watch them habitat it up. Mm hmm. That'd be dope, yeah. man. We should fucking start that idea. Oh, yeah, Scriptco. 
Scripco in it. Should make the movie, the Scripco movie, and then we'll get them to act in it. Right? Yeah. And be like, hey, man, we got it through Scripco, so you know it's good. It said you have to do it. You know it's solid. You got to do it. It's like in the, it's in the guild, in their guild dues. Yeah. You got to so do how one. Cool, how cool is that friendship that they end up making from being on a movie? And then they're like, you know what? Let's do this shit again. And let's fucking toss around some ideas and then make another one. And it's like, you know, everybody's busy and they have like their own careers to worry about, but they took a chance and it worked. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it really worked out. And I wish that they would do it again. You know, everybody wants another step brothers. Yeah. Everybody, actually, everybody could use a, even if it's not a step brothers, maybe if it's just another installment, like a third movie of like, you know what I mean? Or something completely different. It would still be just as good. I think we're waiting. Yeah. And, um, Earlier this week, there was actually a rumor that went around all over the internet that Step Brothers 2 was going to be filming this year in Sacramento. And uh, it was just recently uh, like proven false. A bunch of people looked into it and like Fox, Fox News of Sacramento was like posted something. It was like, no, Step Brothers 2 is not coming to town. This is some internet rumor that went around. And I guess uh, Will Ferrell had promised a Step Brothers 2 and that it wouldn't be your typical sequel. And then John C. Riley, I guess, agreed to it, to the follow-up, but it, like, never happened. And the idea has been, like, kicked around forever, but from what I'm reading, it's not going to happen anytime soon but maybe this rumor of Step Brothers 2 will spark up enough shit because I'm pretty sure that Step Brothers 2 was like trending and shit you know at least earlier this week so maybe they'll see that and be like hey there's a market in this we should make Step Brothers 2 people still want to see it you know yeah let's let's start a petition let's do it like how we didn't start a petition for your highness too shh you're not supposed to say we didn't I said we did it yeah like we did it when we started the petition yeah. for your yeah. highness too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like, just like that one. Go sign that petition, by the way, if you yeah. haven't already. A lot of you have. Thank you very and much. Let's, <laughs> let's get the stepbrothers two one going. <laughs> yep, that one too. They're real easy, real easy to make. And we have another one, uh, Daisy Ridley for Laura Croft. That's already done. I was, no. I was, I was reading it, and she's already like in talks with them. All right. So, because uh, as, as, uh, as soon as you said that, I was like, click, 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 and started Googling it. One for a nude scene from her in the movie. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Because I, I, I was thinking about it, and in Star Wars, like, she, the way that her outfit was, we didn't really get to see her body at all. So, she, like, didn't have to really, like, tone up. She's going to have to tone up. Well, there's going to be another Maybe. one, right? Maybe she'll be, like, tied up to the next Jabba. <laughs> Yeah, or, no. some, yeah. or something like that, you know? Dude, like, that that would be so dope. She'd be a second-generation <laughs> Leia or something. Yeah. I just want to see her hey, as Laura Croft. Laura think Croft, about this. it would be so hot. Everything right now in the Star Wars universe is possible, now that Disney's got it. Everything that the fans want, everybody's being heard, you know what I mean? Like, everything is getting attention, so everything is definitely a possibility, for sure. Mm-hmm. She could... She could as as many nods as there was in the first in this in the in the force awakens to the old movies 
there's going to be just as many in the next and the one after. You know what I'm saying? They got to keep it real. And so what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to retouch in different ways some of these old ideas, like in the original trilogies. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility at all. Maybe we'll see it. Maybe we'll see it. Maybe we're going to see a lot of stuff that we really want to see that we didn't think were a possibility before. You know, like there's there the possibilities for star wars are really in this maybe we'll fucking yeah i'm 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 excited for sure and uh another one that looks that looks super dope is um the jungle book the new jungle book that's about to come out oh yeah that fucking preview looks crazy fresh and because you know the mix with live action mowgli in the live jungle with all of the fucking cg animals like the uh the scene with uh with the snake what's his name Ka? is that the snake's name uh yeah yeah all right well when he's like in the jungle with Ka, that shit was fucking all dark and creepy as fuck and it was like it was the exact same scene as in the cartoon you know what i mean and in the cartoon it was dark too i remember it had like the red background and it was all like dark and shit but just the way that they can do things now with like visuals i used to hate when they took something and remade it and I'd be like, why you got to fucking fuck with something that was cool? And, you know, why don't you make a new idea? But now I think that they're starting, like, production companies are starting to get a hang of the, like, reboot. And, like, remaking something. They're starting to do it right. You know what I mean? And this next Tomb Raider, Daisy Ridley is rumored as Laura Croft. And it's going to be based on the most recent game that came out which is young Laura Croft when she's, like, in college. Nice. So the game's super dope. I'm playing it right now, actually. And it's, like, crazy fresh, and the story's out of control, and it's, like, young Laura, and she's just now figuring out, like, what her dad was into and all this crazy shit, you know what I mean? So I think that the movie's going to be fresh. It's going to be, like, a prequel almost. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And Daisy Ridley is the perfect role. The perfect role for it. I can I can't imagine anybody else as Laura Croft, and if they do anybody else as that, I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start a petition to, to protest it. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. Petitions coming left and right. This is all we do. We just give you ads and tell you to buy sign petitions. Yeah, buy petitions. All right. Well, That's uh, another one. Yeah, Step Brothers in the can. Step Brothers. One of our favorites, for Mm -hmm. sure, because we're like the new stepbrothers. Go watch that shit. Go smoke. Make sure you definitely smoke before you watch it. Every time I smoke and watch it, I usually find something new that I really like about it. There's always like so many little subliminal things in the background or whatever Uh in the the dialogue and other things that you might not have picked up. Yeah, because movies like that, you're constantly laughing throughout it, so... You laugh over lines. Yeah. Especially when there's like a quick back and forth and you're yeah. laughing your ass off, then you miss things. So go smoke it up. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. Or Talladega Nights or any other Will Ferrell and John C. Riley movie. They're all dope. And uh you know, have a have a great uh Sunday, day of Cranibus. Make sure you stay medicated tomorrow. Yeah. Peace, bitches. The Natural Habitat Podcast.